Welcome, welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And since it's Monday, you know we love starting the week with a bit of chinwag with the one and the only Sadia Asmani. <laughs> Sadia, good morning to you. Good morning. What a hot morning it is today. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's unbelievable. 29 <clears throat> degrees and we're in November. November. Can you imagine? I mean, people are looking for a white Christmas somewhere and here we are. <laughs> we got all this sun. But uh, I'm quite surprised, actually, because I think um, the weather tends to cool down at this stage but um, no such thing for us at the moment so my subject today then Noreen is wedding rituals and the reason I chose this is funny because I was just walking through a, um, a mall recently where they have a banqueting suite and stuff and there was a wedding going on and uh, the bride and the bride's father were just about to walk in so I saw a number of people just outside with red packets you know and um and it made me just think about some of the things that people do during weddings and um and there was an article recently i think in the scmp which which attracted this is what attracted my attention to it was because they had this kind of blurred out picture of a groom tied almost to a lamppost or something <laughs> and uh, and there was some supposedly in Hunan in the central province of Hubei there's um a practice that revolves around belief that the that you beat the groom Right, and the harder you beat the groom, the more blessings he receives, uh, and it might just be a reminder that you know marriage is not a joke type thing. Um, I was actually thinking that that might be a good um, ritual too. That if your marriage breaks up, you just get the groom and then you beat the hell out of him. But um, but so that was an interesting one. But I was just looking at kind of the the types of interesting things that are done during wedding ceremonies and before weddings. One that's very prevalent, certainly that I'm familiar with. And I was just reading about this where stealing the bride's shoe. Actually, I think tradition is, in, certainly in the South Asian culture, that you steal the, on the, and I remember this in my own wedding, um, where, you know, the young girls in the family and stuff, they take the groom's shoe. And, you know, so, and they say that, well, we're not going to give you a shoe back until you give us a good bit of money for the shoe. So there's this constant battle and they keep saying, you know, they raise the stakes and stuff and eventually he gives the shoe back. And and the grooms are all prepared for this, knowing that they're going to have to do this. And I think, um, I think it happened in my wedding and um, uh, my husband gave them like two hundred pounds or something, you know, to get a shoe, and so that two hundred pounds yeah. is kind of split amongst all the bride sisters and cousins and things like that. And so you all yeah. got a little bit of a booty. We did that, it. yeah. We, we did that too at at our wedding. Um, and then so um, it's <clears throat> how is it done? Gosh, yeah. So the the groom needs to pick up the bride, right? But then the bridesmaid would would be at the door yeah. and wouldn't open the door yeah, yeah, yeah. until yeah. they give us money. Yeah. yeah. There's another. There's the door games. It says door games are playful challenges that the groom and his groomsmen must compete to win access to the bride before the wedding ceremony. Right? These games are organised by the bridesmaids and typically involve a series of humorous tasks, puzzles, or tests of strength, wit, etc. And it just adds that they can't go past until they've passed those tests and things. Um, There's also um, in Scotland. Now I've lived in I lived in Scotland for about 21 years, and there was a there's I have never seen this, to tell you the truth. I just read about this. It's called blackening of the bride. In certain regions of Scotland, particularly in rural areas, it's traditional to celebrate the upcoming wedding by blackening the bride. Friends and family cover the bride in various substances like curdled milk, rotten eggs and feathers to ford off evil spirits and bring good luck. 
in, wow. in all honesty, I've never come across anything like that. I thought the bride was supposed to be really beautiful <clears throat> and clean and stuff. It sounds awful. Maybe yeah. just for a short period of time. Or maybe just a part of their body, just yeah. their hand or something. Yeah. <laughs> and um, China, tossing rice at the couple. I think tossing rice at the couple is something that's quite common, I think, in quite a few places, um, as long as it's not cooked rice or anything like that. Um, so that's that's a common one. And and then there's the kumviva, which is the, um, in Hindu culture, if a person is believed to have unfavorable astrological influences on them, then they may partake in kumviva, which is the usual which is a ritual that involves marrying a tree or an idol before marrying their actual intended spouse. Um, the belief is that the tree or the idol will absorb the negative influence, protecting the couple's marriage. So if you've got a yucca plant around or yeah. whatever, then just look for a good-looking one. Who knows? Um, there's In Philippines, there's something called the money dance. Um, in Filipino weddings, a money dance takes place where guests pin or stick money onto the clothing of the bride and groom as they dance. Wow. Um, this custom is a way for guests to contribute to the couple's future and help them start their married life. Ooh, uh, you see nice. a lot of these things in weddings, um, certainly in South Asian culture, where it's common where they make these big money garlands and they and they put them around their necks and things like that. And yeah. It's all a bit, uh, you know, I, I suppose it's just a traditional thing that people do anyway. Just want them to have some um, money to, to start their, their life with. Yeah. Yeah. Another one in China is crying the crying ritual. Have you heard of that one? No. Okay. Where in some parts of China... Um, they practice a unique pre-wedding ritual. The bride begins to weep for an hour each day, starting one month before the wedding. Ten days into the ritual, her mother joins her and then her grandmother. This ritual signifies different things, the bride's anticipation, joy, and a way to display her deep love for her family. Ooh. That seems like a kind of more of a long-term yeah. thing if it starts. Um, it's not on the wedding day. I, I thought maybe it was just a way to get rid of all the boo-hoos before the big day <laughs> yeah. so you don't ruin your makeup. But, yeah. wow, just sounds a bit sort of depressing. Yeah, Because yeah, marriage is a happy That's kind right. of thing. Yeah. But, then, but then it's tradition, certainly in South Asian's wedding, uh, South Asian weddings, I know that, you know, when the bride leaves the home, when she's leaving, yeah, they, live they, they play the this really sad music. Oh. Um, no, on the wedding day, oh. you're very common, um, and I remember doing it. I remember kind of crying and feeling a bit a thing because I was leaving my mum and stuff, and um, and weddings and and the brides cry yeah. and they really weep before they go and before they're sat in the car. Lots of them are almost like really distraught. And, you know, there are now I think people are getting a little bit more conscious of it and they think, oh, my makeup and the cameras are there and all of this stuff. But it was very common. And, yeah. and there are certain songs that are played as the bride leaves the, you know, leaves the reception or the home or whatever. And there's such beautiful, really heart-wrenching songs that they play. Mm. And those are enough to make you cry, to tell you the truth. I think yeah. they must add to the mood and, and you end up yeah. crying. Um, Polterbend, in, uh, this is another one, in Germany. This is a, a ritual in Germany. The night before the wedding, friends and family gather at the couple's house and break porcelain dishes and other objects. Mm. Yeah, the couple. It's then, kind of like a, a Greek. Yeah, wedding. Yeah, they do that they in do the that. weddings, and they throw the the plates, yeah, don't they? To award of evil. But they're special plates produced. You do that in certain Greek restaurants oh, as well. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, sorry. And, and, and they the chuck it, but they yeah. do it in the weddings as well. Oh, yeah. It says the couple then has to clean up the mess together, symbolizing their ability to work together and overcome challenges in their marriage. 
Interesting. As long as it's not big kind of Dalton yeah. <laughs> porcelain or anything. Um, jumping the broom. This is in the African diaspora. Couples jump over a broomstick placed on the ground, symbolizing the start of their new life together. The tea ceremony, obviously, that's a significant part of traditional Chinese weddings. During this ritual, obviously, the couple serve tea to their parents and elder relatives as a gesture of respect and gratitude, symbolizes the couple's acceptance into the family and signifies the union of two families. Um, we mentioned the door games and red envelopes. Like your, I mean, Chinese culture is that you, everyone gives a red envelope, right? That's right, yeah. Um, and a tea ceremony as well in Chinese culture. So um, before the wedding, uh, you, you kneel before your your sort of um, elderly loved ones, like grandma, and then, you know, um, you, you offer them tea and then in return they offer you blessings and a lysi. Mm -hmm. So we did that for, you know, in front of our uncles, in front of mum, of course, and in front of, uh, you know, my parents. My, my parents-in-law um, and, and they thought it was wonderful you know because it was something like you know completely new it's not in their culture mm. but yeah that the tea ceremony is very nice mm. so you offer tea to that person yeah and, and talking about cultures I mean the the whole thing in western and we had this we did this purely um, to help people um, in western countries there's all this gift registry thing sure. where you know you just say that okay uh, you can often create a gift registry where people can look at the list of things that are there and choose what they want to buy for the for the wedding um and it's it's a bit more sort of practical you know we i remember we did this and some people went for it and we just said look these are sort of things and people like the, you know household stuff and, and things so it just it's actually a good idea because you know sometimes you really get some weird gifts from people and you just think was this sitting around in your house or what because you know me, me might just be boxes of stuff that they've received in another wedding and that goes round full circle it's like a it's like a box of chocolates <laughs> you know when you take a box of chocolates it's very common in the, in the west uh, in certainly uk where you get a box of milk tray or something and then you think okay as long as the many as long as the date already, hasn't yeah. gone in it you'll pass it to the next yeah. place that you go and it's like pass the parcel isn't it so i'm sure wedding gifts um the things happen and you get i, I recall my daughter when she got married just recently right um with a, I, I know nobody's listening so it's okay but they got this kind of little tacky little water feature from somebody and you plug it in and it's got different colors and it's like absolutely awful and you can't imagine like even like if you put it next to a pet they'd probably run away but um I, and we don't know i mean you know sometimes you don't That's even know so who gave it yeah. and uh, and you just did, think, oh, did they not write their well, names well, they, on the card? They found out and they thought, what the hell? Yeah. What was that for? So, um, so you get some really weird um, presents and things from people. There's also the money dance or dollar dance, and this is in various cultures. The money dance, also known as the dollar dance, um, it's a it's a custom that's I think common in Poland and Mexico and some parts of Eastern Europe. Um, during the reception, guests are invited to dance with the bride and groom by pinning money onto their clothing or placing it in a special apron or bag. The money collectors is intended to help the couple financially as they begin the married life. That would be quite useful. Mm. 
rather than some weird, you know, plasticky stuff. Yeah. 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 And in the Middle East, there's something called a wedding chest, where what they do is, this is particularly in Lebanon and Jordan, it's customary for the groom's family to present the bride with a wedding chest filled with gifts and money. The chest is a symbol of the groom's commitment and his ability to provide for his future wife. Um, There's also the wedding shakedown, which is in Nigeria. Certain regions of Nigeria, um, they do this wedding shakedown, which basically during the reception, the groom's friends and family block the exit and demand money from the bride in exchange for allowing the couple to leave. It's a light-hearted and playful way to celebrate and provide financial support to the newlyweds. Um, and then the ritual of blocking the groom's path is called Ian Men, which means blocking the door. So these are just some, I mean, any ones that you can, uh, do you recall anything else that you did in your wedding as such? Um, yeah, you, you play pranks on the groom. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's, yeah. So after, after initially, you know, having to pay off the bridesmaids, once you go through the door, there's still obstacles before you can actually see the bride. Oh. Um, but it's apart from, you know, um, pranking the groom, usually the groomsman will have to take it. I remember at our wedding, oh, it's just so awful. Um, yeah, one of them. So Andy, one of Andy's really good friends, Tam, um, and he had to take one of one of the pranks, and that was they put wasabi on his chest. Oh, oh <laughs> on his bare chest, poor guy, and he was so pale with red head. Um, Tam. So what does the wasabi is, do? In your it bed? was just burning his oh, skin, wow. and then the other groomsmen had to lick it off. <gasps> it was just. <laughs> Sounds a bit kind of uh, <laughs> awful. It's just you know the, the the bridesmaids just had to think of like really odd games, um, and because you know if you didn't do that, if you didn't pay that, if you didn't do that, you have to pay a lot of money to like okay. And okay. just extortion it. Talking about pranks, um, something I did. And it's my little brother when he got married. Um, they'd um, got this hotel that after the reception they're going to this nice hotel room. So we were, um, a whole bunch of us got went into did the hotel room before because we said we'll put some flowers that will make it really pretty and things like that but we also put a number of little alarm clocks around the room (laughs) to to go off and uh, and we put like we put lots of confetti and things into the near the curtain so when they drew the curtains all this confetti all the stuff fell down Um, but alarm clocks and there was um, little bangles between the sheets and all sorts so and then in the morning like when we did see them they had a nice breakfast and stuff and we saw them and said oh how was your evening? They said, yes, it was lovely. <laughs> because the alarm clocks were, were to go off every kind of like half an hour, 40 minutes. About three of them. I know, it was a bit nasty. It was a bit nasty, oh but, you know. Yeah. Did, did any go off in the middle of the night? Yes. Oh. Yes. That was the whole point. <laughs> so I did that to my little brother. And there were about five, six of us who decided, oh, let's just make this hotel room a little bit cosier. That's so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> but I think, you know, it's a very, I think during weddings, this is a quite um, a common thing where there's a lot of fun and games. I think there's, mm. you know, it's a kind of nice atmosphere and it's really just trying to bring, um, I think, brings families together and stuff. There have been cases, I remember there's another tradition in South Asian where, you know, because people paint henna on their hands, oh, yeah. right? And uh, there's a tradition where sometimes in some families what they do is the, the grooms, the girls from the groom's side, um, 
the girls from the bride side hold on to the groom's little finger with a little bit of henna on it. Oh. Because then when they hold on, the henna, kind of the colour of the henna goes into the finger. But they held on. And I know of one case in a distant relative of ours where the guy, they didn't let go of his finger for ages, right? And he his finger broke or something. His finger, you know, it, it, because they were holding on tight and they just said, no, we're not going to let go unless yeah. you give us a lot of money. Yeah. And, and I think his finger is still... Slightly like lopsided, slightly bent after oh. that. Particular, that's a bit. I mean, that's a bit extreme. But um, but you know, these things happen in the jest when they're mucking around. Yeah. Um, but certainly the the shoe thing is a very common um thing where they take the shoe and and I thought, well, you should just have a second. Oh, there has been cases. Yeah, where the shoe thing groom, is common. Grooms yeah. take. I've seen somebody drinking from a shoe. Oh gosh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Yes. But sometimes what happens is the groom then has a second pair of shoes and he wears the rubbish pair when he knows that they're about to do this and then he just says. No, take it. I, I don't want it back. Yeah. Well, so try make a fuss. Oh, no, don't take it. Oh, and then, and then secretly... So it's like, not okay, a Jimmy Choo or anything yeah. like that. So it's okay. You just kind of take it. I don't need it. But, That's you know, nice. eventually they do pay up. So it can be quite profitable. Excellent. Well, Sadia, thank you so much for such an interesting and entertaining chinwag. Uh, wedding traditions, weird and wonderful ones all around the world. Thank you very much indeed. Mm-hmm.